Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast. Now, please welcome, all the way from the front living room, your hosts, Shelley and Bella. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 17 of the Weird, Wacky, Wonderful Stories podcast. Hi everybody. And today we're going to do it about Ouija boards. Some people say Ouija, some people say Ouija, don't they? Yeah, but I think it's Ouija. Well, actually, according to this, it's actually Ouija. Is it? Because... And you were picking on me for saying that all that time, and now look. And now it turns out you were right all along. Isn't that just that... But you're a woman, I'm a man. It's That's the way it's got to be anyway, isn't it? Yeah, but you should have just left it. I know, And then well, you wouldn't have to admit it on... International podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so it says here, also known as a spirit or talking boards, Ouija boards is a flat board marked with letters of the alphabet, number zero to nine, as well as the words yes, no, and goodbye. The board is operating using a small heart-shaped piece of wood or plastic called a planchette. Users put their fingers on the planchette and it is thought that the spirits move it around the board to spell out the words. The word Ouija, pronounced W-E-E-J-E-E, <laughs> is an ancient Egyptian word meaning good luck. Isn't that nice? Good luck good on luck. this board. And possessed. then goodbye. <laughs> yeah. It's so polite when it tries to mess with you, isn't it? Yeah, it's so polite when it tries to fuck your life up. Yeah. So it says here they have their roots in 19th century America. Did you know that they were actually American? No. American with an Egyptian name? Yeah, but it doesn't surprise me. Really? No. Why? Because everything happens there, doesn't it? Ah, get out. (laughs) So, yeah, they have their roots in 19th century America and the spiritualist movement. The movement was led by mediums who claimed to be intermediaries between the living and the dead. Talking boards were soon established and, in 1891, businessman Elijah Bond decided to turn the board into a toy, which initially sold for around 75 pence. And Hasbro now owns the patents to Ouija boards, or Ouija boards. See, I'm still saying it wrong. That's interesting, actually. So this Elijah Bond decided to turn it into a toy, so now you can have your kids possessed for 75 pence. Yeah, but don't you think it's kind of interesting, right? you got to be 21 to drink. Yeah. you got to be 18 to join the military. Yeah. But you can play with a thingy that will... Summon goodness knows what. It's eight. Eight and up it is on the board. Well, the trouble is, is that there's no proof, is there, really? It'd be interesting to see if there was ever some kind of scientific study that was done into Ouija boards and whether something was actually detected or not. Anyway, there are three schools of thought when it comes to Ouija boards. One is that, obviously, it's all a sham and the person with their hand on the planchette is sneakily moving it around. Two is that they're a genuine sort of portal, if you like, to the spiritual world. And three is that they're possessed by demons and shouldn't be messed with at all because, obviously, it's just going to cause disaster. The truth is... As with ghosts and other paranormal goings on, no one really knows, do they? No. But apparently there are some rules, and you've got those there. So what are the rules regarding Ouija boards? Never insult the spirit. If you are rude or disrespectful, it can attract evil spirits. Although if you're going to insult it, it's already there, isn't it? So. Yeah, but, but maybe you're giving it power by giving that negative mm, energy. Yeah, okay. Never play alone. When you're alone, evil spirits may try to possess you. Never use the board if you are sick Drunk, depressed, or mentally disabled. Well, there we go. I can't have one. (laughs) (laughs) When you are in a weakened state, you are vulnerable to possession. Do not force anyone to use Ouija board against their will. Never use the Ouija board in a cemetery or any location where a murder or an unnatural death has occurred. Well, that's that's a bit ambiguous, really, because you don't know whether it's happened anywhere, do you? Well, no, but I mean, I guess that's part of the risk, isn't it? Yeah. Because you and, don't know. And murders don't usually happen in the cemetery, do they? No. 
Oh, incidentally, talking about cemeteries, did you know that that Elijah Bond, the guy who invented the Ouija board, do you know that his gravestone is actually a Ouija board? No. Yeah, it oh, is. Oh, that's interesting. It's, yeah, you have to look it up. It's good. Never trust a spirit. Evil spirits will use lies and false flattery to gain your confidence and trick you. The Ouija board comes back and says, how you doing? <laughs> do not ask questions about God. But isn't God, like... A spirit? Well, I don't know whether you would well, call him a spirit. It's all, What is it? That th- It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Do not ask when you're going to die. That's terrible. Ooh. That's terrible because I played with a Ouija board once when I was really young, and one of the things we asked it was when somebody was going to die. And what did it say? It said that the person was going to die before they were 30. And did they? Mm. Really? 29. You are shitting me. Is that true? No, I fucking made it up. No, it is true. Damn. Oh, that's a bit harsh. If you encounter a spirit called Zozo, stop playing. Many people have had bad experiences with this evil spirit. I have a whole little article on this. What, Z-O-Z-O? Yeah, well, it's Zozo some places and Zaza other places, but I think it is supposed to be Zozo. Why? Maybe even saying that name aloud is a bad thing. <laughs> We're going well, to be mentioning then, that well, name, then, goodness knows how many times in our house today. <laughs> well, then you have to start it out like that and go, oz, 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 oz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although talking backwards in English, isn't that like one of the creepy sort of devil things? Yeah, and backtracking on, on old vinyls and stuff mm-hmm. like that. If the planchette moves to the four corners of the board, it means you have contacted an evil spirit. Now, see, this is okay, right? But... It doesn't really make sense, does it? Because if that's the rule, then... The evil spirit's going to go, I'm not going to do that because I'm trying to trick you. Yeah. If the planchette keeps moving in a figure eight, it means the spirit is trying to gain control of the board, which is what you wanted to do in the first place, isn't it? The figure eight is the infinity sign, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Or just a drunk eight. (laughs) If the planchette begins to count down through the letters of the alphabet or the numbers, it means the spirit is trying to escape from the board. Fuck that. Yeah. Never let the planchette fall or fly off the board. It could allow an evil spirit to escape. Well, that's just silly, too, because on all of the shows and stuff, it always shoots off, doesn't it? <laughs> well, they used to do it with the glass, didn't they? People used to do it with the glass, and they used to say that you had to do something specific with that glass afterwards because if you just picked it up, then the spirit would come out, or if you smashed it. Yeah, well... All it really is, Ouija board, is a different sort of automatic writing, really, isn't it? Do you know Uh, about automatic writing? Yeah, yeah. Do not leave the planchette on the board when you're not using it. This could allow evil spirits to enter the world. So you should just not have one. Yeah, exactly. Then you don't have any of these issues. But buy one for your kids, because apparently that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. When you're finished, the board must be closed down properly. Say goodbye, and do not leave until the spirit moves the planchette to goodbye. Well, that's great. You just sit there. Yeah, what if there's no spirit? I can't go to the bathroom. Yeah. I can't, yeah. <laughs> like, what if there is no spirit? You just spend your life sat at a Ouija board. I can't go to work, sorry. Well, how, would you, how would that phone call go with work? <laughs> I'm not going to be in today. I'm just waiting for my spirit to respond. <laughs> yeah. Do not burn the board. There have been cases where people burn the board and, A, it later turned up in perfect condition. B, they heard an unearthly scream. C, it released an evil spirit. Or D, the board wouldn't burn at all. So why? why not just give it a try anyway? I mean... <laughs> well, I don't know. If you're that scared that you think you need to burn it, hearing a scream really isn't going to be the end of the world for you, is it? Yeah, burn it whilst you're listening to Spotify or something. <laughs> yeah. To properly dispose of a Ouija board, you need to break it into seven pieces, pour holy water on it, and then bury it. 
<laughs> I wonder if it says that on the box. <laughs> Recycling instructions. Yeah. Well, they used to be made out of like particle board when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're made out of now. I think they're just that plain old cardboard crap that folds like all the other game boards do. But yeah. when I was a kid, a Ouija board was, it was. Board. Do not become addicted. Evil spirits may try to make you dependent on the board in order to gain control of you. I'm here to tell you from personal experience that when it does start to answer questions, you do get addicted to it because you just want to see what it's going to say, don't you? Yeah. If the Ouija board starts freaking you out, stop using it. Well, duh. <laughs> yeah, stop using it, but how? Because apparently you've got to wait for it to say goodbye and, yeah. you know. And you got to break it into seven pieces yeah. and you got to pour holy water on it. And then you got to go out and dig a hole. Yeah. Where'd, where'd, where'd you get holy water from anyway? They don't sell that in Tesco's. You can get it at a church. Holiday. Yeah, I suppose so. Go to a church. Go yeah. to a church and say, Father, can you bless this water? Yeah, and once you tell him it's for the Ouija board, <laughs> you wait till you see what he says. Well, he couldn't exactly refuse to do it for you, could he? I mean, yeah, I know. If, but you, if you take a <laughs> take a bottle of water with you, go to church, <laughs> yeah. and just sit through the thing, and then you've got holy water. <laughs> well, no, not technically. But you could take a bottle of Evian with you or something, couldn't you, into the church and say to the minister there, would you mind blessing this for me? And if he asks why, just say, well, because I've got someone sick or something that could do with a blessing. But then you're lying. Yeah, okay, but what's worse? <laughs> well, I don't know, but... Unleashing hell through it, it, a Ouija if, board or... But, but if you go in there and lie, then... Then it's not really holy water, is it? No, yeah, well, no, it wouldn't be, would it? Because it'd be... Maybe you should just get gains. the maybe you should just get the minister on side and say, "Look, sit down, bruv. All right, I got something to tell yeah. you. Right, I've been playing with this Ouija board, which is apparently pronounced Ouija, not Ouija, and now it's started answering me and stuff. I know it's the occult. I know I shouldn't have been dabbling, but can you please help me out before I unleash Satan on the street? Well, he'd probably do it just to get rid of you. Yeah, exactly. And then go tell you to go to confessional, and he'd probably go out back and piss in the Evian, wouldn't he? Oh, that's terrible. Have you seen, I can't remember where, but somebody was selling air in a bottle, bottled air? Yeah, we saw that on TV a little while ago, didn't well, we? Well, we, this is it. This will be a business opportunity. We got to hook up with a priest. Not hook up with him like that. I'm saying befriend a priest. Yeah. <laughs> and get Start him to selling and holy sell water holy online. water. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And we're doing a stupid old podcast, and we could be yeah, we could be selling only water. Yeah. If you are religious, do not use the Ouija board. The Catholic Church warns against it, and they have done many exorcisms to cast easel easel. They they have the spirits that draw a lot. <laughs> yeah. Automatic writing ones. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've upgraded to the Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. But we know you meant evil, so carry on. Out of people who were possessed through Ouija boards, but I don't know. That's actually true. You know the movie The Exorcist. Yeah. It was based on a true story, yeah? About a boy, though. The actual thing happened to a boy who was in Georgetown, Maryland, or Washington, D.C. I can't remember now. I should know this, but I don't. I thought Georgetown but, was Massachusetts or... Mm-mm. No, okay. it's in Maryland. Okay. The, in the movie, the girl gets in trouble with the spirit because she's playing with the Ouija board. But in reality, that's not how it happened. The boy never played with the Ouija board. It just sort of happened. I guess they had to make it seem more um, dramatic by using a Ouija board so, in the movie. So really, in real life, you could be fucked either way. Well, yeah, I mean, but I guess there's no... no, no I mean, it's sort of like your house, isn't it? You could get... Your house could get robbed... Whether your door's unlocked or locked, but... Yeah, yeah. You, you might get cancer whether you smoke or not, but yeah. why smoke and increase your chances? I got it. 
Yeah. Okay. So there are people that have actually committed murders and said that Ouija boards told them to do it. So in 1933, 15-year-old Matty Turley from San Diego shot her own dad twice in the back and then claimed the board told her to do it. What happened? Well, apparently the board said she should commit the crime so that her mum, Dorothea Irene Turley, who was holding the planchette at the time, could marry a young cowboy. Turley's mum insisted that she followed the instructions and both women were arrested. Turley's dad died in hospital a couple of weeks after the shooting. Nice. There's another one here, July 1976. I was six then. Way to go to tell everyone your age. (laughs) Korea criminal Gary Gilmore shot two men to death in Utah. He was arrested and became famous when he demanded to be executed for his crimes. His younger brother, Mikhail Gilmore, later wrote a book about their childhood. In Shot in the Heart, he alleged their mum Bessie had contacted a demonic spirit through a Ouija board as a child and was convinced it had attached itself to her family. An accident in which one of Bessie's sisters was killed and another paralysed was also attributed to the demon. You know, the, there's so many movies that have Ouija boards in them, right? The Exorcist, obviously, I think I told you before that movie scares crap out of me anyway because I think the worst thing, the worst sort of loss of control would be to be possessed because i mean supposedly you're still there at first aren't you and you're battling inside your own body yeah so to me that would be absolutely terrifying but i watched a movie a long time ago called witchboard and that movie scared the piss out of me like because i had this whole experience with the ouija board when i was younger anyway Mm -hmm. and in the movie they make a big thing about how it's nice to you at first and i think in the movie the the girl loses her engagement ring and she can't find it. So she asks the board where it is and it tells her that it's in the trap of the drain. Right. And that's how it got her. That's how it. So she thinks now I've got a friend that could help me. Yep. When I was playing with it, when I was younger, we started out being all goofy. You know, we thought it was funny. Uh, And it was all those typical little questions. Who are you going to marry? When are you going to die? All the stupid things that you're really not supposed to do. So did it tell you, by the way, that you were going to marry a British guy? No. Did did it tell you who you were going to marry? No, but I have a theory about that. Go on. I mean, well, I shouldn't say I have a theory about it. A lot of other people would have a theory, which is that I don't know the answer to that, and neither did my friend that I was playing with it with, so it couldn't... Right, okay, so if you were actually transposing your own thoughts onto the board, you didn't know who you were going to marry, and therefore... It wouldn't say. It wouldn't say. Hmm. But the whole thing but about... at the same time, that die before your 30 thing, you didn't know that either. No, I didn't. But, and I mean, don't get me wrong, because I'm not, I'm not trying to defend it being real or not real, right? But I did know already at that point that my stepmother was sick. Right, okay. So whether, I mean, I swear, I would swear that I didn't do it. I didn't move it, but I can't. You don't I mean, know whether subconsciously you've moved it. Well, because that's another theory about Ouija boards, is that they're... Yeah. Well, if that was the case, and people thought that, that it was really a way to your subconscious, surely psychologists would be using them to, to well, see the, the kind of inner thoughts of people. Uh, you go ahead and finish with your... Um, no, no, carry on. Go on. Right. So I have this article that I found, all right, and it says, I'm always amazed that critics of Ouija boards assume that they're debunking it by saying that users of the board are moving the planchette subconsciously. That's exactly how it's designed to work. No practitioner of the board claims that spirits are moving the planchette. That's not even the claimed methodology. 
The Ouija board is similar to automatic writing. No person who engages in automatic writing claims that the spirit is moving the inanimate object, which would be like a pen, the pen. What is claimed is that by absenting your own ego, you open up your subconscious and that the intelligence works through that. Same deal with the Ouija board. The spirit isn't supposed to be moving the planchette. It's supposed to be moving the user's hand. The inanimate object is not the tool. Your nervous system is. It's hijacking your nervous system. And by subtle muscular movements, it can use your body to communicate its message. As for me, I find it doubtful that spirits are doing anything. It's far more likely that the spirit is merely your subconscious. But that, to me, is far more interesting because it suggests that we can tap into what Jung called the collective unconscious. And he was a... Is that Carl Jung? Yeah. Uh, And gain access to all sorts of information, like hacking into a giant human Wi-Fi system. That, to me, is far more compelling a proposition than talking to mere spooks. And then there's a footnote. I read an article recently where they hooked trance mediums up to an MRI machine. It proved that when they go into that disassociative state, different portions of the brain are in use than when they're awake. In other words, the machine demonstrates that they're not faking or cheating. They really are in a different cognitive state. That's the idea behind the Ouija board. You clear your mind, you lapse into a light trance, and once your subconscious opens up, it becomes a production environment for you to access a different cognitive state. It's basically a form of self-hypnosis. Nothing unscientific about it at all when you examine it in that light. Just like cops can put a witness in a hypnotic state to be able to remember a bank robber's license plate, the Ouija board can help you as sort of mental training wheels to trigger a light hypnotic trance in which you have greater access to your subconscious. Well, that's interesting, and that seems in a way to kind of say that all of the stuff that we've been mentioning earlier about demons and spirits and everything is not true but before anyone goes listening to that and thinking oh so it's fine then and then starts dabbling do your own research okay because this is one person's opinion and one of the things that I don't like about that particular article that you read is that he starts off by saying no person who engages in automatic writing claims that the spirit is moving the inanimate object And he also says that no practitioner of the board claims that the spirits are moving the planchette. How does that person know that no one has claimed that? So this person is making wild assumptions. (laughs) So take it with a, we would say pinch of salt, you would say grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, Take it with with salt. That's their opinion and that's fine. But I can say, again, because I had that experience when I was a kid, I know as far as my 11-year-old little self knew I wasn't moving that. Yeah. But because I do know about hypnosis, I also know that it's, it is feasible. Because if you think about what you're doing when you use a Ouija board, right? It's you and somebody else. And you're looking at this board. And you've got your hand ever so lightly on it, right? And you're just staring at it. And a lot of people have candles or, or else nothing. It'll be really quiet. And you, and you focus so much on that thing moving that you do sort of put, sort of get yourself into a trance. And and I can remember when I used to play with it with the girl, Michelle, we used to sit there for two, three, sometimes five minutes, just staring at this thing after we asked the question, waiting 
and waiting and waiting for it to do something. So what was your what was your belief back then at 11? What did you think was moving it? Did you think it was a spirit or a ghost? I had seen The Exorcist. Oh, right. <laughs> you silly girl. <laughs> and I don't know. I cannot remember at this particular point anymore whether it was my mom's brilliant idea or it could have even been my stepmother's. It couldn't have been your stepmother's because she was the one who told you to stop playing with it. Well, yeah, but she didn't tell me to stop playing until she started to get freaked out about what happened. Oh, which right, I, okay. You know, but I mean, but it doesn't matter anyway. I, I don't hey, think... hang on a minute. Sorry, this is a, this is a thought. So she got freaked out when it started telling you that, that someone was going to die before the age of 30, yeah? Well, we didn't tell her that. Oh, so she didn't know about that bit? No. Because right, I was wondering whether she'd previously been told that and whether no. she suddenly thought, well, hang on a minute, this is no, getting real. we didn't tell her all that. I mean, I can go into that story a little bit in a minute and okay. tell you exactly what kind of happened with it. But I don't know whose idea it was to get me this Ouija board, but I got it for Christmas, ironically enough. Lovely. I do remember that. So so to celebrate the birth of Christ, you get something to summon demons. Exactly. Yeah, I know, right? So, you know what, thinking about it, it was probably my mom, because <laughs> she used to watch all these horror movies with me. She's the one that sat there with me when I watched The Exorcist, which I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, your mom was horrible because she let you. I don't care that's not even the point but she was the horror buff in the family and she drew me to it Mm. so i never would have had the nerve to watch the exorcist by myself yeah but at any rate i do think that it can make you go into a trance state i can see that side of it as well yeah Okay, well, going on to some stories, I've got a story here. It says, when I was a kid, I played with a Ouija board with my friends. Everyone except me believed in spirits, so I kept asking the board to do more physical things, like tap my shoulder. The piece never moved. But suddenly, my back started to sting. There were three handprints on my back. They were red and puffy, like I'd been slapped. I refused to touch the board again. And that was from Catherine H4. Now, interestingly, if you say that it is hypnosis, was that slap some kind of psychosomatical response to what she suddenly believed because she was asking it to do something physical? Or did something actually slap her? You've got a welt on your back. It tends to mean impact, doesn't it? Well, not necessarily because you can make your mind make you sick. You can make your mind put hives on your body, you know, that's... Yeah, but a perfect slap hand mark, and she was a kid. She says here, when I was a kid, I played with the Ouija board with my friends. That, to me, that is a bit more of a proof that something else is going on. There's something else involved. Another story here. My brother's friend played with one at his house, and all hell broke loose. Their family would see pennies and marbles being thrown down the hallway. One day, his mum was doing yard work and saw a dog, and when she called the dog, she said it suddenly had an old man's face. Things got so awful, they had to call a priest to do an emergency exorcism. To this day, they still see black shadows and figures following them. Mm. All from using a Ouija board, and that was from Michael Castillo Fernandez. So another one here. I got my board after months of harmless paranormal activity in my house. When I contacted something, the planchette started doing figure eights across the board. That was what you mentioned earlier, which is a huge no-no. That means something demonic was present. I didn't touch it for months. When I tried again, I saw the spirit was in the room. My vision went spotty. I saw a vivid image of my head jerking back and the words, with you, were whispered into my ear by something I couldn't see. I sold the board. Fucking sold it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hello, why didn't you break it into seven pieces and stick some holy water on it and bury it? Because now all she did was send the freaking board to some other person, and now they got... Exactly, and that was from Josiek41. But that's, I mean, that's... Although... Would the spirit go with the board, or are you already shit out of luck by that time because it's already with you? If it goes with you. I mean, that's that's really... I'll be like, I'm without you. I'm like, (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) I I remember, what was that horror movie where they walked into the house and it went, get out. It would have been horror. Yeah, now I would have been out the the fucking door. It it was the priest who who came to bless the house. Yeah, I would have been out the fucking door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got one here. When I was 15, my grandma asked me to use a board to contact my uncle who died at birth. At first, it seemed we were talking to my uncle, but as time went on, the personality of my uncle changed. He got mean and possessive, and finally the spirit told me that it had my uncle and was coming for me. I blacked out for a full minute. When I came to, the light bulbs in the kitchen had popped, and there was glass everywhere. We never played again. And that was from Ashley Elaine, 88. Mm. That's pretty scary shit. (laughs) Yeah. I have a story. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is a story from my grandmother when she was young in the late 60s. She and her friends decided to use a Ouija board to try to talk with spirits. They were all unbelievers. So they got ready and all three of them put their hands on the planchette and they asked who's here. And then the planchette started moving. Then my grandma said... She let go and told her friend, hey, stop moving it. It's so obvious. And her friend said, I'm not moving it. You're moving it. And then they tried again. This time they asked who was here. Then the piece started to move. My grandma told me she felt terrified as it moved. She didn't know what to believe. And instead of a name, the Ouija board spelled out a phone number. And my grandma was freaked out. None of them dared to call it. So she's freaked out. So what was the rule? If it freaks you out, don't play with it. Then they asked, whose phone number is this? Then the piece started moving again, and this time it spelled, call this number and tell Joseph not to travel tomorrow. That would have took ages for the board to spit that out, but okay. It's already giving me goosebumps, but. My grandmother and her friends were horrified by this. None of them knew a Joseph. So then they tried calling, no answer. They tried again, no answer. Then they all decided to call it a night and go home. None of them called, but my grandma did the next morning at around 8 a.m. She called, and on there was a woman. My grandma said, hello, I would like to speak with Joseph. And the woman said, he's not here right now. He went to work. Who is this? Then my grandma explained the situation. See, because I'd hung up. Mm -hmm. Some kid saying to me, oh, I played with the Ouija board, and it told me to call you. Click. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know? Wrong number. Anyway, so it continues. He's not here right now. He went to work. Who is this? Then my grandma explained the situation, and the woman said, oh, my God, I will call you back when I have a hold of him. Then later that day, the woman called again and was crying. Her husband, Joseph, had died on his way to work in a car accident. Oh, shit. And it sent him plummeting off a bridge into a river. My, My grandmother was deeply saddened by hearing this. She never used a Ouija board ever again. It took me a lot of convincing for my grandmother to share her story. I've always asked her what happened when you used a Ouija board. And she would always refuse to tell me. Right. Well, let me just say, let's go back to that original thing where that guy was saying that nobody has ever said that spirits are moving this. And if it is a self-hypnosis thing, a some kind of tap into your subconscious, 
there was no way that that grandma or those kids knew that that guy had just died and gone over the bridge and happened to know his telephone number. Yeah, there's something else at play there, isn't there? Okay, and then let's play devil advocate it. <laughs> let's, let's play devil's let's, not pissed. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's play devil's advocate and say, how common is the name Joseph? And did the person really call back a child to say... No, but hang on a minute. It was the grandma that was calling, not the child. But she was a child when this all happened. Okay, but if the grandma was a child, really how many telephones would have been available then? It was in the 60s. So her grandma was a child then. So how old is her grandma? I don't know. 50. I don't know, but my mom was 18 when she had her first kid. and Okay, there's too many things in that story. Oh, I agree with you. I was just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I can't even say you that. You can't say today. that word today. Nope. Devils, devils, devils. Why am I saying it with a B now? Okay, listen, before you go any further, because I know that you've sat there with your mouth open, we're going to have a break. <sighs> and after we've had the break, you can come back and say whatever it is you're going to say. And also, we're going to have a go of a Ouija board live. No, we are not. Yes, we are. No, so, we are not. Come back in a few minutes. Welcome back again, everybody. And Bella has spent the whole of this break saying, I am not fucking touching a Ouija board. Because <laughs> I'm not. I will sit here and watch you break the one rule which says not to play alone. But I am <laughs> not touching it. Mm. But before we get into I your... I actually had to go over it earlier. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Before we get into your reckless behavior, yeah. I've got one other story that I want to read. Because this I thought was very interesting. Okay. Me and my mom used one once. My dad had just recently gotten a leg amputation and was due to get his prosthetics so he could start walking again. We asked it how many days until my dad would start walking again, and it said 36. The next day, my dad had his doctor's appointment, and 35 days later, the 36th day, he took his first step with a prosthetic since losing his leg. We promptly threw away the board. Why? But that's like a good thing. Yeah, but look at that other thing that said yeah, that it'll yeah. start off by trying to gain your trust and then it's going to fuck you over. So I've got one here. One summer, my friends and I met the spirit of a boy named Jake. Are you chickening out? Sorry, what? You chickening out? What? You don't want to do the Ouija board? No, I'm going to do it later uh, on. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're just... I'll start that again. Yeah, you're you just... rudely interrupted me. <laughs> If only that was the worst thing I ever did to you. I know, tell me about it. One summer, my friends and I met the spirit of a boy named Jake through my board, and my friends kept antagonising him to prove he was real. This is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. We were in the basement when the board said to go to my room. There, we found crayons had been knocked over onto my floor, and a notebook on my bed opened up with the name Jake scrawled out in big letters. All of us had been together in the basement the entire time and no one else was home. Our friend said we needed to break the board into pieces and stop the evil, so we did. If that's the worst thing it did was just spell out Jake, I don't necessarily think that was evil. Well, I don't think it was good. No, no. But could it also be like this whole uh, parallel universe? Maybe yeah. there's some kid named Jake in that in that house. Yeah, maybe you're tapping into a portal to some other universe. I mean, that was, by the way, that was from Kristen W20. It's like these ghost hunters, isn't it? I've heard of these people that say that they're these ghost hunting group or whatever, and they go around with their meters and all the rest of it, and the minute they actually see something which might be real, they freak out and run like fuck. This is a similar sort of thing, I think, with Kristen's story here, is that 
they were playing with it and antagonising it and expecting it to reply. They knew what they were dealing with because they said that we were antagonising it and it was the spirit of a boy. And then when it actually did do something to prove, yeah, I am actually here... <laughs> they chickened out they and chickened ran the babies. Yeah. When my son was in fourth grade, he came home from school saying he played with a Ouija board at recess and that he and his friends talked to a 13-year-old boy who was alive during the Civil War. I didn't make a big deal about it until a few days later when they played again and said the spirit was telling my son and his friends that they should join him and they could all be friends. I had to be the mean mom and call a school and put a stop to it and that was from Patty Viscardi. Yeah, why would you have a... Well, I can't say that really, can I? I was going to say, why would you have a Ouija board in a fourth grade class I can remember school, kids. I can but... remember kids in our school got bits of paper cut them into little squares with letters on, arranged them like a Ouija board, and we're doing it in a chemistry class. Yeah, well, we uh, we did that, me and my friends, with that doll. In one of the previous podcasts, I told you we we made the Ouija board on the on the table. We didn't have an actual Ouija uh-huh. board, but we, we made one. And did you get anything from it? Yeah, I said uh, I said the thing about how if you rolled your eyes were open and the doll's eyes open, oh, that yeah, was yeah, as yeah, far yeah, as yeah. we got. We didn't ask it anything else. We didn't... <laughs> We didn't do anything. So earlier when we were going through the rules, there was a thing in there about Zozo. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have an article about Zozo. And this was uh, written by someone named Rob Schwartz. In every reported encounter with the entity known as Zozo, there is a single common thread, darkness. To communicate with Zozo via a Ouija board is said to invite an unrelenting demonic force into your life. But what is Zozo, and why has it terrorized thousands of people around the world? This, I'm afraid, is not an easy question to answer. The first reported appearance of this entity occurred in 1816, when a young girl in Picardy, France, fell victim to a severe demonic possession. This, according to the Dictionnaire Infernal, published in 1818 by Jacques-Colin de Plancy. She became the vessel for a number of demons, one of which was our mysterious Zozo. Later, when Ouija boards entered popular culture in the 20th century, stories of Zozo began to rise with numerous tales told of the Ouija spirit, the one who devours souls and changes lives. Zozo is a complicated entity, or so it would seem. In most stories, it's initially friendly, sometimes using a different name. Occasionally, it will appear in the middle of a conversation with another spirit and interrupt the communication. The planchette performs strange figure eights or inverted Zs, and answers become repetitive. But it does not take long for an encounter with Zozo to turn frighteningly negative. It's difficult to tell which stories about Zozo are authentic and which are nothing more than urban legends. Some tell of murders and suicides, while others involve possession, physical ailments, abuse, curses, and other phenomena commonly associated with demonic forces. Some have even claimed that Zozo attached to them or their family, like a parasitic demon. The following are a handful of stories about Zozo that have appeared throughout the internet. Perhaps they'll give you a better idea of what it's like to summon the Ouija demon into your life. Follow their links to read more. So, in 2012, a user at ghostspace.com shared the story of a confrontation with a suspicious Ouija spirit. 
her friend had been asking the spirit board questions about her recently deceased father, which it answered correctly. Then the board unexpectedly turned its attention to her mother. Again, the board seemed to have a supernatural knowledge of their parents. They asked who it was this time, and the reply was haunting. The pointer went, oh, zio, 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 zio. We called him Oz. Well, that's not funny because I said that earlier, didn't I? Yeah, say it see, backwards. Now you're screwed. Hmm. We asked him to blow out a candle to prove himself, and before we completed the sentence, the candle was out. The strange spirit also knew the exact time when asked. However, it would later reveal a haunting truth. He had been there the whole time, posing as her friend's father and her mother, answering questions correctly by reading their minds. The two of them immediately put the Ouija board away when the spirit began to curse. They wanted nothing more to do with this Oz. Unfortunately, when they returned to it a few weeks later, thinking the worst had passed, they again met Oz. He was nasty, cursing at us, saying dark things, she remembered. From then on, they seemed to experience nothing but bad luck. It wasn't until they finally researched their plight on the internet that they learned of the infamous Ouija demon was Oz actually the malevolent Zozo. Mm. Now we've got another story about a possession. So this girl and her friend were using a Ouija board on a Saturday night under the glow of red candlelight when the spirit they were talking to said it was called Zozo. At that exact moment, her friend began to complain of a terrible headache. Things would only get worse from there. That night, she sleptwalked into my sister's room, she said. Her friend then started talking some gibberish, screaming red, and then left the room and could not be found in the house for a good half hour. She had seemingly disappeared. They searched and searched for her. Every room of the house. When the poster finally gave up and checked her own room, one last time, mysteriously, her friend was there. Had Zozo been playing a terrible trick, or worse, had he possessed the person? Creepy. Mm -hmm. Then we have the story of a girl named April. She had read stories about Zozo, but she didn't believe them. She'd recently moved in with her sister, and to celebrate, they'd had a few friends over. After a while, they decided to have some fun with a Ouija board to ask it some questions about the afterlife and perhaps learn about the future. Nothing had ever gone wrong before. It was just a game. They placed the board on the table and placed their hands on the planchette. Is there anyone here? April asked. The board replied, yes. When they asked it to reveal its name, the planchette glided over the Z and then the O, back and forth, Z-O-Z-O-Z-O. They asked the spirit what it wanted. It replied, her. When they asked what it meant by that, it spelled out the name of one of her friends. I was freaked, recalled April. Then it returned to spelling its own name, Zozo. One of her other friends then became annoyed by the repetitive answers and decided to provoke the spirit by cursing at it. That's when things got bad, April said. The planchette began feeling hot under their fingers. The spirit then began to spell out another word, Mama. They felt a presence in the room. The air was heavy. Something was wrong. I didn't feel like myself, April recalled. It felt as if something was inside me. She felt nothing but hatred and anger and began laughing and crying at the same time. It was at that moment they decided to end the Ouija session though the strange feelings seem to linger on. But now, you know, there's that movie. Mm -hmm. But this article was written in 2014, so I don't know when that movie came out, Mama. No, I don't. So there's some other stories. We can post a link so that other people can 
They can continue reading if they want. Yep, read some more about Zozo if they like. Okay, I've got a couple of quick ones. I've got one that says here, years ago, my mum and her friends were playing and the board spelled out pregnant. They were all shaken as it proceeded to spell out my mum's name. And that's how she found out she was pregnant with me through a damn Ouija board. Oh, that's pretty cool. You don't have to go buy a pregnancy test, do you? And that was from Kaylee Forrester. Well, the spirits obviously knew before her mum did. Unless, like you said, her mum knew and was... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that would be a pretty shit way to... Yeah, to tell everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I was playing the board with some friends and one of us had lost her dad in a trucking accident a few years before. We started asking the board questions and it kept spelling out bridge and water. This is how her dad passed away. We were all sceptical until a hoodie that was hanging over the back of a chair flew across the room like it had been picked up and tossed. We all scrambled, and that was the last time I ever went near one. And mm. that was from Christine Oliver. A hoodie. A hoodie. But again, if you're talking subconscious type thing, that wouldn't have lifted that hoodie and thrown it across a room, unless you're talking about telekinesis. But isn't telekinesis a proven thing? I don't know. Someone who's never practiced it before, never meditated, never really tried, suddenly picks up a thing and throws it across the room. I don't know. I was playing with my little brother on Halloween night when we were about nine and twelve. Of course, the board she was. ended up spelling out a man's name and then my mother's. I asked my mum about it and her face went pale. She wouldn't tell me who the guy was. Mm. Okay. And that was from Ashley E. Bosecker. Uh, when I was 13, my friends and I decided to play with the board. Of course, as a boy crazy teen, I asked who I was going to marry, and it told me WTC3. I didn't know anything about it until years later when I met the man who is now my husband. His initials are WTC, and he is the third. No one believes me when I tell them, but it's true. And that's from Mallory C. You know, I wonder, do you remember a while back when we did that podcast on tulpas yeah i wonder if it could somehow be that a tulpa of some sort because well, everybody believes in the ouija board uh, you know yeah, yeah, uh, you you're know right, yeah you know to have they created this thing collective sort of unified thought that mm. generates something yeah could be never thought about it like that before mm. that's quite interesting but i mean that's how like what was it the slender man thing mm. and yeah what else have we got over there I've got something here. It says, It's very common strategy to ask questions of the board that are only known to you. The queries might include a street address, an age, or a birth date. An accurate response to the latter often fuels immediate trust and a desire to move past the testing stage and utilize the seemingly impressive board to uncover the unknown. Foolishly, many ask for their date of death. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't think that I'd even want to know that. Well... But it's not too far removed from what my friend and I did when we, you know... Yeah, yeah, but you were kids. As an adult, no, I don't think I would like to ask it. I don't think I would want to know. Forget about Ouija boards. I don't think I would want to know the day I'm going to die. Well, maybe not, but it would allow you, though, if uh, technically if it was true. But it would allow you to tie up your little loose yeah. ends and, and... Yeah, I guess. And, and that, um, but you wouldn't be able to live until that day, would you? I wouldn't. I'd be consciously counting down the days but if you didn't live then it wouldn't be right anyway yeah no go on <laughs> human beings while completely aware and even mostly accepting of our own mortality are by design not privy to individual expiration dates imagine the fear in knowing that on a particular day that you would perish each moment 
of that day would be terrifying as you brace yourself for an attack or an accident. Even the days leading up to the final 24 hours would be wrought with panic of the impending end. Regrets of things not accomplished and experiences not lived label you a failure and weigh down an already heavy heart. In 1994, Mark Levins received countless accurate predictions from his Ouija board that included his date of marriage, the birth of his daughter, and sadly, the death of his father. Convinced of the board's ability to predict the future, Mark shared its devastating prophecy that his brother, Kevin, would die just two years later. At first, Kevin dismissed the forecast as nonsense. Mick then urged his older brother to test the board himself. After an intense session filled with countless questions, Kevin walked away from the board as a believer. Kevin became a recluse and felt that he could cheat his prophecy death by withdrawing from the world. He crossed the lines of hermit and hoarder while his demeanor wafted from panic to paranoia. Finally, six months prior to the board's proclaimed date of death, Kevin took his own life. Instead of passing on to a better place with a feeling of pride and a sense of accomplishment, you may live your days in the end consumed with fear, and as in the case of Kevin, end your days. But then it wasn't right anyway. That's horrible if you think about it, though, because if it isn't true, I mean, well, if it isn't real, then you've literally ruined your life, haven't mm -hmm. you? Yeah, definitely. Another common query is to ask for someone's full name which would include their lesser-known middle name and grant the board credibility. While it may sound like an innocuous strategy, psychic medium J. David explains the real evil behind this response. There is one primary thing to consider when the board spells out your full name. First of all, when two or more people are working with the Ouija board, a spirit will channel the energy of one of them. This will be the person whose name they spell out across the board because they now have access to their thoughts. Therefore, they are pulling information contained within the mind of that particular individual. The other person or persons act as grounds for the interacting energies. It is suspected that some people are more open or susceptible to allowing spirits inside their energy field, which also makes them much more vulnerable to suggestion and even possession. And once you allow entry, they are now free to return. Mm. Okay, I've got another couple of quick ones here. When my friends and I played, my question for the spirits was a bit more scary than everyone else's. I asked if God existed, but instead of God, I used God's name, Jehovah. Once I asked the question, the planchette flew out of an open window. I swear I never touched one again. Later, when I was reading the Bible, it says that the demons shake in fear when you mention God's name because they know of his power. So they believe in this case that as soon as they actually put God's name in there, the demon that was within the planchette bailed out of an open window. Well, then why don't, instead of waiting for it to say goodbye, just... Just say Jehovah, yeah. But, that was but, from but, Destiny Waters, by the way. But God's name is Jehovah, yeah. according to whatever that religion is. But then there's Yahweh, which is supposed to be another name for God. That's in, you know, Jewish. Uh -huh. So... But I hope you get the name right. This is an interesting one. It says, My husband and I were in the Navy together in 2011. There were security cameras in every corner of our building, with one computer holding all of the footage. One night, we sat down right in view of a camera to play with the Ouija board. After 30 minutes and getting a few questions answered, we went to see if any activity was happening around us on the cameras. The footage showed us sitting down with the board, and then 30 minutes of use were completely gone. 
The next image was of us removing our hands from the planchette and getting up to leave. No other camera in the building had lost any footage for that time period. That's freaky. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that was from Andrew Ivy Lee's Creelman. Yeah, that was definitely creepy. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that. You can do your last one if you want to do it now, and then um, we'll go on and do the Ouija board. You mean you'll go on and do the Ouija board? Come on. There is no other name that can instill a paralyzing fear at its mere mention than that of the devil. When the level of evil coming through the board calls itself Lucifer, you are dealing with an extremely powerful demon. J. David explains that he was the uh, medium from the previous Mm -hmm. one I did. It doesn't happen as often as you would think. Some spirits will spell out the devil or even Satan, but very few will dare to call themselves by the angel name Lucifer. J. David relayed the story of Eric, a young boy who engaged Lucifer through the Ouija board. I was called to a home where a young boy had been playing with a board. I cleansed and cleansed and said prayers throughout the home and felt confident that I had removed any negative entities that may have come through the board. I couldn't be sure, however, because I didn't feel a specific presence in the house, only a peripheral, heavy darkness that I couldn't pinpoint. During my follow-up visits, I observed a very drunk father and assumed the area of blackness belonged to him and his addiction. After interviewing the young boy, he didn't offer me very much information regarding his interaction with the board other than the name of the demon was Lucifer and that it would repeat the words upside down. Ooh, that's scary. A week or so passed and I received a frantic call from the young boy's mother. She asked me to visit them immediately as there had been some frightening activity. I quickly arrived to find the boy locked inside his bedroom. The father was slurring threats through the door while the wife cried behind him. I asked if I could have a moment alone. The boy's parents removed themselves from the hallway and let me alone outside the bedroom door. As if he knew the boy opened the door, he looked at me through tears and said upside down and then turned his gaze toward the window. I entered his bedroom and walked toward the window. The room was cold and smelled of two-day-old garbage. I looked out of his window and into the backyard to see his mother now standing and sobbing uncontrollably next to the family dog who had been buried head to stomach in the ground. With his hind end and tail in the air, he had been placed into the earth upside down. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Mm. And it doesn't say whether the dog was okay. I'm pretty sure he probably wasn't. Oh, my God. That's horrible. See, I can deal with people, you know, saying <laughs> stuff about people. It's when something happens to a dog that I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, well, I've got our last one here from another one of our listeners here. This is from Charlie from Portugal said that he used a Ouija board once and it actually told him the name of his future wife. And lo and behold, he did actually, we've heard about this on, on a previous story, but he did actually marry a woman with that name. Mm. But he said that he was actually divorced six months later, so fuck Ouija boards. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's totally lost his faith in, um, in Ouija boards. So thanks for that. Really appreciate it. All of our stories that are on here today and, and everything that we've read out is going to be available in the show notes. So please do take a look if you can. That's at the bottom of the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. You'll see those in the notes. Please do, if you can, hit our Facebook page. If you search for Weird Wacky Wonderful Podcast, you'll be able to find our Facebook page. Also, we are the WWW Podcast on Twitter, if you want to follow us there. We've got over 200 followers now, which is good. We've got thousands of listeners, so we could really do with showing some of those figures on Twitter. That would be absolutely fantastic. And now we are going to 
look at the Ouija board. I'm going to look. I'm not touching it. Okay, so this is a Ouija board that you guys can actually do online. And once again, I will share the link in our show notes. So there's a picture of a Ouija board on the screen here, and you can put your question in the top. So I'm going to put a question saying, did anybody die in this house? And the planchette at the moment is already starting to vibrate and I've clicked to ask the question, and it's going to L-E-B-A-L-E-B-A-V-E. Oh, sorry, L-E-A-V-E, leave M, <laughs> E, leave me, N, O. So it's gone to leave me now, and it's gone back in the thing. So I'm just going to say, okay, good boy. <laughs> 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 that's not that doesn't work why well i mean it's an online one but it's interesting it didn't bother to say yes or no no it didn't it i'm didn't. pretty sure in the history of our house somebody's died in here well oh we do actually know someone did die in here because our neighbor told us it was an old man but we don't know what his name was or anything like that so i was hoping that if it was it would have said yes i could have asked the name and then verified it with the neighbors but obviously that didn't happen because it's probably um it's probably bunk it's probably rigged or something so that was our use of the ouija board there so you said earlier on that you were going to leave us with your story about what happened with that ouija board when you used it the full story so do you want to leave us with that yeah So it was me and a friend of mine, her name was Michelle, Mm -hmm. and we were playing with it, and we did ask some really stupid questions like you do when you're, I think I was like 11. As we continued to play with this thing, it started to get, it started to really kind of creep us out. It said that the name, their name was Rachel, which doesn't, I mean, I don't, that was it, just Rachel. There Uh was no like last name to it, but once it sort of said what its name was i think we both started to get a little bit freaked out because who the fuck was rachel and Mm -hmm. it was in the summertime michelle had been staying at the house at my house for a period of time because her parents had split up so we were you were always playing with this thing but eventually i started to get really scared and i started having loads of nightmares for no reason i mean it wasn't like I don't know that anything specific happened that started me having the nightmares and all that, but I started to have nightmares and, you know, we had asked it, like, when was my stepmother going to die? And Did you actually ask, when's your stepmother going to die? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. It was just before 30 and so, you know, I guess, I guess we were kind of just going into some really bad areas with Dark it. Dark stuff, yeah. So... Eventually, we were telling my stepmother about the thing that we were playing. She knew we were playing with it, but she said, well, let me do it. It wouldn't work. It just wouldn't. And we waited, and we waited, and we asked a bunch of different questions, and as long as she was touching this thing, it wouldn't work. She went off, on her, and then we asked why it wouldn't work. Why wouldn't it answer questions when she was there? And, and it spelled ring. 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 Okay. You know, we didn't know why, but... We went back to her and we said it, it, it said it wouldn't work and it just kept spelling ring. Well, turns out her and my dad's wedding rings were blessed before oh, they got okay. married. So she took the ring off and tried again and then this thing would work. Well, then that freaked her out. Why? She was very, very religious. Eventually, 
she got so upset about it that she, and she had gone to like parochial schools and stuff when she was growing up and that. And so she actually did go to her church and speak to the priest at the church who said, don't play with it anymore. Let her, me, wear something that's blessed. And my stepmother had a cross necklace that she had ever since she was young and she let me wear it. And every time I wore it, it wouldn't work. So that was kind of, the end of us playing with it because she actually took it from us and said, you know, no, not going to... It's logical to think that maybe your subconscious is now stopping it because you knew you were wearing that blessed thing, but what it doesn't, well, do, what it doesn't do is answer the question that did you know that your stepmom's ring was blessed? No, I didn't. I didn't know that it was blessed. Exactly so. And I also didn't know that she had spoken to anyone and I didn't know anything about the cross being blessed right? until after the fact, until it was over with. And she made me wear this thing for quite some time. Which, right. But what's weird is I didn't believe, I wasn't religious. So I don't know, like, would it have, I mean, well, I mean, it, it did work, didn't it? But you would think that if I didn't believe that this cross or whatever would work or something, that it would work. Or would it be that it doesn't matter what you believe? It well, I don't know, because the... it's what your subconscious <clears throat> believes, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, so that was my story, and I just thought it was really weird and never played with one after that. The takeaway from this, guys, is the fact that of all of the stories that we read out of people actually using them, not one person that we've read has said that they continue to use them to this day and they're a good source of information. Everybody that has used the ones that certainly of the stories that we've read have said and they never touched one again. We're going to leave you with that. It's up to you what you decide to do. We're not telling you to leave them alone or to use them daily, okay? It's entirely up to you. Right, so I have one more thing to say. Got to leave you with a little funny. And that is not to worry too much about your heating bills because if you're cold and you can't pay your heating bill, just get somebody to give you a whizzy board that you can burn. Set fire to. <laughs> yeah. Although you're not supposed to burn them, are you? But hey. Yeah. All right, guys. You take it easy. Thanks again for listening. Be safe and we'll <gasps> see you next time. Oh, if you bury it, could it grow into a tree? A Ouija tree. <laughs> hey, that's interesting. See you guys. Bye.